I love it when you call me Big Papa. Throw your hands in the air if you's a true player. <laughs> and I see some ladies tonight. They be having my baby. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That was a great way to open up this show. <laughs> that's my baby. Were you guys practicing? Or no, that's All just night. a regular Sunday morning, <laughs> no, that's right? that's just our Sunday morning drive, actually. <laughs> Welcome back, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you. You brought a friend. Yes, my wife, <laughs> my beautiful wife. Awesome. How long have you been married now? Uh, it's this year. June 24th. June of yeah, this year. That's the right date, right? <laughs> <laughs> Newlyweds. Yeah. Basically, yeah. still. Yes. How long does a newlywed last? I don't know. Uh, I guess until the first anniversary. Is that how it works? So you're a newlywed for one year? I guess. Yeah. Really? I don't know. I'm still in the honeymoon stage. so. Uh, I mean, that's never going to end. So. <laughs> I thought good marriages are like the honeymoon stage is the whole length of the marriage. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, right yeah, to yeah. the casket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what we're hoping for. Well, she's trying to make me make my own casket, but it's all good. <laughs> I already told anybody I get involved with, I'm building my own yeah, pine yeah, box. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. It's my box. I don't care. I don't need fancy. I don't need silk. I don't need mahogany. I don't need any of that. Just stuff. a nice inlay. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Maybe then I'll do a shaker. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Side, right? Just my last little hurrah. Should we custom order it from traditional? <laughs> Really good. <laughs> I don't even know where this conversation is going. <laughs> All right. So we got Tula Prete and Andrew Prete here. Uh, t- we're going to talk about two things, right? Sure. We're going to talk about yes. carpentry and the construction industry. We're also going to talk about realtor because you're a recently new or how two long? Two years. Two years now. Yeah. I just passed my two year anniversary. Good for you. Congrats. Yeah. So how's that? Enjoying it? I love it. I do. It's uh, very challenging. And honestly, that's what I love about it. It's something new that I, you know, never thought I would do, but COVID came and I was like, okay, what, what do I want to do? And what could I do with my husband that would be beneficial for my future? So, you know, we, we joined forces and here we are. So now you got more work hours. Yeah, basically, (laughs) basically, but you got steady work now, steady work now. So the goal is to give back to all everybody that basically, you know, Uses her, you get me, and some other added bonuses. Which makes a lot of sense. And I mean, uh, you guys aren't the only ones that are doing that, but it totally makes a lot of sense that if you build your Well, network, it works for us, right? Yeah. Because, like, when she gets paid, I get paid. So, I mean, like, I'm, I'm piggybacking off her off her salary. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me share the deeds here. So, sold by uh, Tula is yours, and your phone number is 416-879-6861. Your email is Tula, is it Tula.realtor at gmail.com? Got it. And then Andrew's is Carpenter on Site, uh, Inc., Dot Inc. Sorry, dot Inc. at gmail.com. You got it. And then IGs are sold by Tula. And then also Carpenter underscore on underscore site. And then Facebook is sold by Tula. Yes. Right? But no websites, right? No websites. Everything's all done social anyway these days, right? And referral. Yeah. And referral, 100%. Yeah. All right. So let's start the conversation by saying, uh, actually, hang on a sec. I got to do a quick shout out. Bob Baker. I'm wearing his tee all the way out of Calgary. Mm -hmm. Uh, He sent me some swag. He sent me a nice cap, too, as well, with a little signet. And I don't know if you follow him, but he's... um, He's kind of like me. He's for a, a bit. Yeah, he's opinionated, right, about the plumbing industry. So he's not shy about it either, right? Which is great. Mm-hmm. I like that. So uh, we had a great conversation on the show, and it, it it went where it went, and that's all that mattered, right? And we enjoyed it. So I'm sure it pissed off a few people, but we don't pay attention to those people. I yeah, don't you don't care pay attention about, to the noise. I don't care anymore. I don't Unleash your voice on the Construction Life podcast community. Are you passionate about the world of construction, trades, and all things building related? The Construction Life podcast wants to hear from you. Leave us a review, share your thoughts, insights, and experiences on your favorite podcast channel. Your review fuels our mission to create engaging and informative content for the construction community. 
Your feedback is a mortar that holds our podcast together. So share your thoughts, rate us, and let the construction community know why the Construction Life is your go-to podcast. Visit our website and check out the over 400 tradespeople and construction professionals listed on our site. Check out www.theconstructionlife.com for additional content, behind-the-scenes exclusives, and valuable resources. Dive deeper into the construction world with articles, guest profiles, and more. Follow us on social at TCL underscore The Construction Life. Subscribe to our video channels on YouTube and Rumble. Check out our link tree and find exclusive discounts for listeners. The link is in the IG bio. Join the conversation on Facebook, the Construction Life community. But, okay, back to you guys now. Uh, how is the real estate market right now these days in Toronto? Um, I mean, it's it's pretty tough. It's pretty tough. In you, what respect? I You don't see a lot of people buying, and it's really tough for sellers as well. Uh, you know, the, the big thing is interest rates. Yeah, like, people, huge. it's, you know, it's just been climbing up and up and up, and life is you know nowadays really expensive and people just can't afford to make that jump you know like it's really tough for even first-time home buyers now you know uh i know so many people that have really wanted to buy a house but they're just like how how am i supposed to do it i could save my whole life and i still wouldn't be able to buy and even like a rundown house is like hard to obtain yeah. So, you know, it is tough. I mean, obviously it's possible there. There is a lot of ways, you know, that uh, you can do it. Uh, but uh, you just got a location. Location is a big one. Right. Like Andrew and I live in Hamilton and Hamilton. There's a lot of really good real estate and a lot, a lot of people of don't know about it. A lot of buzz going on in Hamilton. Huge, too, right? A lot. Yeah. You well, know? because the Hamilton is a uh, undervalued right now. To be I'm honest. going to say it's a better version of Toronto. It's older. Right? Same houses, same yeah. streets, same construction. Yeah. Like, that's identical. Just undervalued. It's 100% undervalued. It right? has a bad reputation. I mean, us growing up in Mississauga, when I, even when I met Andrew and he's like, oh, I have a house in Hamilton, I was like, oh. What's yeah. the bad reputation? What is the, the like, the really uh, hardcore like Barton's, blue collar? Barton's, Bar it's Scott Barton, Barton's Barton. It's a little you know? rough. It's a little rough, right? Like, I mean, Toronto's rough, but people yeah, but go there all the time. Like so many more streets in Toronto are becoming rougher. Yeah, right. We yeah, knew yeah. about Moss. We knew about region. We knew about these different areas in Toronto. But now it seems like there's tenfold areas that are getting Well, it's worse. even worse now, even with, I mean, it's pretty obvious now with Tent City too, right? What's going on? Like, yeah. yeah. Like Toronto's becoming pretty scummy too at the same time. Like every was that, There was that video right there down by the Raptors. By, uh, yeah. What's it called nowadays? Liberty a Village has a ACC no Scotia. What's one. it called? No, no, it's called Scotia Bank. Scotia Bank Arena. Yeah, right, so right now there was that that guy was running out, evading cops and just smashing into the car. Yeah. And I was like, going, "How is this Toronto? I don't understand this Toronto. I don't understand this Toronto. Yeah, yeah. no, but place. Hamilton has has a bad has a bad reputation. And but you know what? If you really know Hamilton and you've and you've seen it, especially on the mountain, how beautiful the yeah. houses are. Been, been, yeah. and you the know, people are and the people. When we when we first moved there two years ago, we we couldn't believe how kind people are there, and just they're down to earth, down to earth. Yep. Like yep. our street is so like festive right now. Like there's a. 
there's one house that puts a snowman on, on top the, of the antenna. Or sorry, like uh, he Santa climbs Claus. climbs up like 60 feet and has a snowman. And we, won't, and we say it's not Christmas unless that snowman's up there. You can see it. And it's lit up. And it's so cool. You know, like just certain things that... Older Halloween, couple or younger couple? Or? I think they're, they have a family. Like yeah. they're, you know, probably a little older than us. And they have a few kids. But it's like, as soon as we see it, we're like, oh, yeah. oh it's Christmas and time. And the same thing for Halloween? Hallow well, Halloween, just our streets are just filled with kids. Like just... Like, and so much see, decoration. So yeah, that's just so rare. In so much kids play on the streets, like hockey, basketball, you know, whatever. It's yeah, it's a nice sight to see. Not and just our street. You street. don't see that. Like you don't really see that. Like especially in where I used to live with my family in Mississauga, we lived by Aaron Mills, and you know there wasn't very many houses even decorated. You know, so having a baby ourselves because we just had our beautiful daughter Nina nice. uh, a year ago. She just turned one, October twenty first. So having her, hi Nini, <laughs> hi Nina. <laughs> Uh, having her is just so nice because she gets to see that. Do you remember, I don't know if you remember, but maybe was it 10 years ago or even less than 10 years where they got rid of the Santa display in the malls? Mm -hmm. They used to have like the little thing set up. It, that was like when I grew up, there was always Santa yeah. available to go take your pictures, right? And I mean, right. I can go far back and look at my own. As a they kid. used to have mangers, like yeah, stuff. everything. They would also, but they don't do it. But I think now they're slowly bringing it back, and it just it kind of brings up to this point where you bring it up, where it's like, I feel as if these neighborhoods have become so disconnected, where we just don't pay attention to just regular simple, makes me smile moments. Yeah, that's we're what missing the neighborhood. Burlington last week when we saw all those those blow up things. That was yeah, cool. yeah. There's a. Uh, that's a make me smile moment, actually. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of neighborhoods now that are coming together and doing the same blow there's up. Like a the there's like a theme. So like yeah. one, one like whole neighborhood will have like 200 houses. Do your neighbors like actually talk to each other? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you believe Other that? than if there's a problem, <laughs> like yeah. it's just like you're just talking like normal. I mean, the few neighbors that we do talk to that are pretty close to us, they all lend a helping hand. They all offer stuff. You know, you need some milk or sugar or something. They're there to give it to you. My neighbor literally came to my house two weeks ago and said, knocked on my door and asked me for milk. And I said to her, are you actually asking me for milk? <laughs> Is this actually In happening? In 2023. In 2023. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not 1923. You're not getting it like Instacarted to your house? <laughs> you're so asking me? So is that me? part of your... Like, I love that, by the way. Like, I love, it's just community, right? Yeah. It's just down to earth people who actually want to just talk well, for the sake of- You're a product of your environment, I'm right? not interested in having a conversation with you because I need something from you. I'm having a conversation with you because I just want to get to know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, is that part of your selling feature? Like, when you're looking at a possibility of getting a home, a, a buyer into a neighborhood, that's part of the selling feature? Definitely. To say that this is a real strong community. Definitely. And, you know- especially for Andrew and I, like we do not, we're not just selling homes. We're not just swinging a hammer. You know, we look at like the forest, not the trees, right? Like we want to build relationships with people and that's it's what we're here like for. It's not just like the one sale. It's, it's the future sales. Even yeah. It might be your last house. You might not buy another house. That's fine. But I mean, you know, you might want to expand your family. You might want to do different things. We want to be your first call, not because we want the sale. We just want to carry you. Yeah, it's really funny how this whole and I said this on the pandemic years, right? How construction costs, we weren't allowed to increase our costs, even though material was dramatically increasing. And now you're fighting bank rates and, yeah. you know, Canada's rate and all that crap. Right. But yet construction is still staying exactly where it's at. It's almost like we're in a time machine stuck 
and we can only charge this much. And the worst part is, is every year more people are leaving the trade, retiring from the trade, and there's not a lot of feet coming back. So in. what happens? What does it cause an well, effect? Of everyone, I know that there's certain people talked about how we're just maybe able to charge more later on. But that's not that's not going to happen. No, you won't get it. No, if the going rates, it's like for argument's sake, like 65 bucks an hour, just because there's a lack of guys doesn't mean you can just start charging like out the door. Like there's a certain price you can charge for something without be exploiting that situation. So I think homeowners, builders, and everybody just needs to realize like the trades are more valuable than you think they are. But okay, so where's, because I don't think that you can in 10 years charge 130 bucks an hour to be a tradesperson. You think that's going to happen? No, but I mean, depending on what it is, if you're fast, efficient, you're getting things done, like why should you be penalized for being good and fast? Like why should I work I, for I that guy's rate? What do I want to get to is I don't want to sell your service at an hourly rate. You are making $130 on the back end when you factor in the costs and your business and how you're operating it, right? But I'm saying that if you sell your service a certain way, you can make that profit without having to explain to the client, oh, okay. I'm billing you $130 an yeah. hour because that's what I'm worth now. Yeah, but you can't just say, give me 130 an hour and then not explain what you're giving them either. No, no, you, 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 like, I think you just, why is Apple so successful? It's not because they have the best products. They have the best messaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it is, right? They sell their messaging. So contractors need to start taking lessons to like these big corporations on why are they so beneficial? Why are they doing really well? It's because they're positioning themselves not as I'm a tradesperson and I have a skill set and I'm worth this much. Those three things get the fuck out of the story. It doesn't matter. It's your business and how you position yourself. That's where you're going to get the dollar value, right? Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. That's where I think you 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 focus on that on the future because I agree with you. There's going to be less of us in the the sandbox so you there's still going to be a lot of work but you have to get the right people to do the work yeah, yeah, yeah. there's still going to be the, well, the fly workforce by is also going downward too like less less education is being given to these people that are getting into the trades too right like geno's theory is going to run out real soon like yeah <laughs> you know like you can only pass down that uh on-site logic for so long before it gets broken so, so how do we do that like I'm educate educate you just got to People just need to learn, man. Like it just, it's hard. I, I want to, I really want the government to start paying senior tradespeople to educate younger tradespeople. I want a That's program started amazing. for these older trades that have gotten it, whether they, they physically can't do it anymore on site, but they still have the mind capacity to share the information, but then they need to be on site and travel to site and be a part of it, or even start a classroom, be a teacher and share this. But the thing is, I want them to be compensated by the government to do this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because those wouldn't you, I mean, you've been taught, you've been taught all kinds by the older trades. Yeah. It's really important, right? I got lucky though, like me in particular, just because my apprenticeship, I got in at a time where there was a lot of work. Um, the men that were there were almost going to retire, but it's just the education's not the same as it was. It was like there's not a lot of guys that are willing to learn. They forgot that they were an apprentice themselves at one point. Using digital platforms in our industry is becoming more common, especially among the young folks, because it improves efficiency, prevents mistakes, and overall makes our lives as contractors easier. This is why we partnered with Connect Team, a platform built to manage, train, and communicate with your team. Connect Team's desktop version gives managers a live overview of the business to track work hours, create schedules, make sure the business meets compliance, and so much more. Employees just download the app to their mobile to clock in and out, share safety reports, and get updates all in one place, ensuring they've got what they need to perform at their best. 
Connect Team has a free plan and a 14-day free trial. Try them today by checking out the link in the show notes. So they've been in the game for yeah, so long. Yeah, and they're just over it. Like Gabe, like try yeah. teaching that guy to use quarter inch reveals instead of five eights. Like it's not gonna happen. <laughs> he won't. It he won't, won't change. You just he's stuck in his ways, right? And like the old timers or the guys that have been in for so long, they just they forget that they were once learning. <laughs> but then you get into that kind of mindset where it's like, this is what I'm really good at. I'll go down this path. I don't need to get into all kinds of reveals and drywall returns. And well, stuff like yeah, that. that's that's also yeah, that's different too. I mean, over to you, like Tola, uh, I also feel for the group of people that I got, for lack of a better word, suckered in. Like five years ago, a lot of immigrants are coming in. They got mm-hmm. suckered into certain purchases that they shouldn't have. True. And now renewal, like the, the scary thing now is I think a lot of people, that word renewal is going to be probably 2024 and 2025's word. Yeah. Renewal. It's going to be such a scary word. It is. It is. And I can tell, I can think of many people at the top of my head that are ready for that next year. They're freaking out. Yeah. And they're freaking out. You know, there was a lot of FOMO too during COVID. A lot of people thought like, oh my gosh, I have to, I have to buy this house. I have to sell my house. I have to do this. I have to, you know, and people were just buying houses, 300, 400 over asking thousand you know and it's like people just purchase these things these homes and they didn't know why the heck they were doing it they just felt like they had to at that time the market was going crazy and now they have these big mortgages with the high interest rate and they're freaking out you know it's kind of sad it's sad can you correct it like i I know next year the bank is hinted at they're gonna drop it's not gonna drop six points like that's no. never going to happen. It's going to be incremental at that point. So it's still going to hurt people. You're still going to get locked into certain interest rates that you don't want to lock into. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough, it's definitely a tough situation. And, you know, I, I know someone who is great at mortgages. His name is Tom Trocky and he works with TD and he's our mortgage specialist and he is so smart and so amazing and definitely would be great at these questions. So whoever needs a mortgage, guy that's your guy so reach out to him right reach out to give him. his email or don't, i don't really I, want to share i do i do okay um, but st- someone could reach out to you and then you can yeah. put them in yeah. touch right so yeah, it's all he's, good. he's got some tools that can help you out that we try to give our clients to when we're dealing with people first-time buyers that potentially can't afford to renovate there's this thing called uh uh purchase plus renovation so you can bury your rental costs in your mortgage. Yeah, I know. Um, mm-hmm. Ellie um, brought that up on the show. Yeah, and so about it's one it. of the things that Tom pushes to a lot of people. Yeah, it makes so a lot of sense. So that's one of the things that we're trying to also push. If you can qualify for it, obviously, though, right? You can't just get it. You got to, your paperwork's got to be in line, you know, credit scores and all that stuff. But if you can get it, though, you can bury, I think it's like 25000 towards your mortgage yeah. and renovation costs. So basically, if you can't afford to change your floors and kitchen, we'll put those materials on your mortgage and maybe I'll throw sense. them in for you. I was against it at first, but then when I actually started being educated about it, I was like, it's, it's actually really... This makes a lot of sense, man. It yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. does. Yeah. So we have a great There's team. a limit to how much you can put on it, but if you can, um, if you can spend that money wisely, you can stretch it out pretty good. But at that point you are spending it wisely and you are stretching it because you I'm just saying like 25 grand is sometimes it's just a kitchen. If we can of get course. you 25 grand and maybe some doors and some floors in there, then, you know, yeah, <laughs> no, we have, we have a good team. Yeah, like we got we a half have, decent team. I'm building my trades team. now too. I'm slowly starting to get more in the management role. So just trying to slowly find, get out the tools. I'm picking and choosing what jobs I'm on. Cause good. 
yeah, I'd like to still be on the tools, more of a on the tool site super, just so I can kind of pick up the slack when things are, you know, someone doesn't show up or something's not done or something's overlooked or whatever the case may be. Where are you finding the people? Sell referrals, old clients and stuff. People are now moving from their condo to a townhouse, from their house to building now. So it's just people are calling. My phone's ringing. No, it wasn't that. It was the team. It's oh, like my you, team. Just yes, trades so on site. I've been keeping my eyes open. I've been watching people. I've been asking the right questions. How do you do this? How do you do that? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and How I found is the younger generation? Because, you know, like my argument is that they got all the best tools. They got the coolest next, the younger latest generation. and greatest, and they're youngest, and they think that they're amazing at it. If you're asking me about guys that are, let's say, 22 to 26... They got their heads so far up their ass. They don't know what smells. I'm in the same. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. I think if you that got guys that are like in their 30s that have been had their feet on the ground for a few years. You know those guys. I like them, but it's very few to find some young guys that don't have an ego on them. Just because, hey, I finished my apprenticeship. I need to have this amount of money. I know what's going on. This is that. It's like, but you haven't even touched the house made in the 50s yet. How many years? Did you pay regarding dues? Dues oh. as in like... On no, no, no. Construction dues. Just life I experience. Have, my knuckles have been broken every day since 2007 full time. Yeah. yeah. So you've, you've shared your, your pain, Yeah, right? I've, 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 I've been in a couple different avenues of carpentry. I'm fortunate enough to be in, you know, concrete forms, high rise, low rise, a little bit of cabinets, a little bit of framing, um, a lot of trim. But I'd say the rough stuff's what made me into a better finish guy. I'd have to say that. Being well-rounded is definitely a key component to this trade. I'd agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Because yeah. a finish guy, like, if you have somebody that knows how to read 16ths, they'll have no problem forming you a house. You got someone that can't read quarters of an inch, I wouldn't have them doing crown molding. <laughs> you telling me there's trim carpenters out there that don't know how to read quarters? Like, no, I'm saying that there's concrete guys that can't read 16ths. <laughs> No, because they never think that they would ever need to. That's what I'm saying. That makes no sense. Yeah. They always need to. Why can't you form in a 16th? Concrete form in a 16th? Well. Or you should. You should be tight, but most guys are like, ah, quarter inch, whatever. It's all good. Close good it enough. up. Close it up. It's good, good enough. enough. And that's a phrase, too, that's being passed around quite loosely. It's good enough. But it's yeah. not. Someone's paying you. It's not good enough. Good enough for you, but not for them. So what would you recommend? I mean, I guess... The idea of a young buyer, a home buyer, because everyone starts in the, I call them prison boxes up there in the <laughs> condos, right? I mean, what is the difference between prison and, and some of these units? Like, they're very, very small. Well, you're, right? you're a slave at work to pay for it. So, I mean, like. <laughs> it's no different. Like, it's just the warden's a different title. Like, the like it's, it's I'm just going down that road. But when they finally want to make that move and I, I'm assuming it used to be in their 20s that they would make that move. But mm -hmm. today, that's not the norm. Not. Like the person who's making that next step away from that condo purchase, yeah. whether that's a townhome for you, whatever it is, they're in their 30s, aren't they now? Uh, yeah. And they don't realize that you in, in order to purchase like a property of any any type, you have to not have a lot of debt. Like you can't have a, a big car payment. You have to like lines not have debt. You like, can't have like lines that. of credit. Like you so get rid of your IG and stop traveling and stop. Yeah, stop. Like if you're really serious about purchasing a property, whether it be a condo, uh, pre-construction, you know, any of these things, you have to not have a lot of debt, and your like ratio of debt has to be really low because the banks will not even bother. Like there's just so many 
there's so many so much criteria that you need and you have to start preparing within like two, I would say even two years before you start. Yeah, I was here in two, three years. Yeah, two, three years without, you know, before you buy something. So realistically, if you're right now, you shouldn't be looking at a property if you clean up your act for another three years at least. I would say so. I would say Which so. Which is a little scary because then they're stuck at high end rent rates. Like The rent is insane. I've never seen yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I don't agree with what the government did where they got rid of rent control on anything that's new construction, right? And even if, that also applies if you renovate it too, right? The rent control? Yeah. I think rent control, it's applied to like new, like anything 2008 and 18 okay. and, and up. Like it's not rent controlled. Yes. Yes. So basically, uh, even, you know, I was just assisting someone finding a, and leases are so much work too for real estate agents. I don't know if people are aware of how much paperwork actually goes into yeah, a lease. You're out of the house a lot more on a lease than you are a sale or a buyer. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, you know, and a lot of well, real the estate agents. Are you through like freaking like hoops, man. I see what she has to go through. It's like crazy. Yeah. A lot of real estate agents actually don't even want to do leases with clients because they've it's so much work uh but personally i i really like doing leases because it builds relationships with people and that's what we're all about again right like we want to build that relationship because one day you may buy a property and then you'll remember me and you'll you know have your my my name in your head still and just creating that lasting impression on on people and honestly there's more people renting these days than there is buying and you know you got to help people that's is it, is it just fair to say like most people think both of your industries it's a one-time purchase um like the mindset i mean the mindset of it i feel like with me maybe more than his uh just because you know, people, it's, it takes so much to buy a house or like even sell these days that, you know, they might, you, you have to keep that relationship going for years yeah. afterwards. Like yeah. you can't, I have to keep sending you a, a Christmas card and I have to keep, you know, talking with you and building that. That's why the relationship building is so important, right? Because you, I want you to remember me for years to come, right? So uh, I have to keep that relationship going as much as I can. Um, for Andrew, it, it might not be the same just because his business is like continuing. It's continu It's like a continuing- It's literally a revolving door. Revolving door. Yeah, but I think that most clients come to both of your industries with the mindset that I'm only gonna be working with this person once. I'm only yeah, gonna hire you to renovate my house or build my house once. I don't think at, at start, like when they initially have a conversation with both of you guys, they start thinking this is a long-term relationship, but you guys on your end are looking at them that this is a long-term relationship. You can get referrals out of them. You can do I another project. I was going to say, because like I might not do work with like, let's just say Bob, but Bob might refer me to his sister exactly. and then his sister might refer mm -hmm. me to exactly. her sister. So it's like in that way, it's, it comes comes back it comes and that's back. what we hope for is yeah. the referral because i feel like that that's like the most beneficial way that it can keep going you know they remember our name and they say oh i i, I got your number from bob <laughs> you know to tula and andrew i heard that you guys work together and you know we want to keep we want to hire you guys so then just keeps going what's, referral. The, what's the most important thing Tula, that a new home buyer should be focused on I guess outside of the finances and, and making sure that you look good on paper. Uh, I would say having a good down payment. 
So save as much as you can. Again, don't buy. No IG, no trips, no flashy car. Yeah. Like, you know, (laughs) like just, just save up as much as you can, because also you want, you don't want people, you, you know, you can even have a big down payment and then, you know, you're, you're buying something that's so expensive that your monthly payments are so hard to maintain. You gotta, you gotta remember that too. So just sit, you know, like live within your means, live too, within you your know. means, live within your means. I think that's, yeah, but nobody's that's a big splitting thing. up their income, right? Everyone is getting a hundred percent of their income and a hundred percent of their income is consumed on a monthly basis, which is that's, and that's, you know, that's another that's the thing problem that is, that's a big problem. Yeah, but everybody groceries wants are so high. Like, it's 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 hard it's harder it is harder and uh, i'm not gonna you know sit here and say oh you know there's you know you got to do this you got to do that you got to do yeah, this but, if there's, if but oh, oh, go sorry, no, sorry, no no go ahead no 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 other topic go ahead but uh i think the biggest thing is just live within your means and just try and save as much as you can try and take from here and put it and put it put it's it away harder. but it should be taught in school though from a young age to save <sighs> i i agree with you but i also i could fault the parents as well too i fault the parents too i mean when i started seeing young friends or friends of my circle when they were having their kids in their 30s or whatever they were being fed devices to be distracted by so you weren't parenting at that point and i remember it wasn't too long ago i had conversations with friends where they crunched the numbers regarding should both of us go to work or should one of us stay at home? Both of us go to work. We have to pay for somebody to That's come here to educate too. our child and raise our child while we make money. But now you're making money just to feed this person who's educating your child. And the numbers actually worked out better to stay one at home, one at work. It worked out better well, number plus wise. the criteria they're teaching is not exactly you know substantial. Yeah. Not everybody agrees with it. We just had this conversation last Literally week. We just had it. Uh, because, you know. Okay, we don't need to record then. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. No, we just had this conversation last week because. We're just thinking, like, if she, if she, if she was to get more work and be at, not be at home, we would have to pay somebody to watch Nina. And, like, we don't live near our, both our parents anymore. So, like, we're forced to have some sort of daycare or something like that. So, like, is it worth it? It's not. It's, it's what I'm saying. It's not. No, and you know what? Like, I, I, I do know a few uh kids that are in daycare and like they get sick all the time there's there's so much uh germs and stuff that go around there and you know i'm not one of those helicopter moms that's like oh my god my child's gonna get sick but at the same time like if i'm able my mom raised us five kids she was home every day every time i would get home from school she was there waiting for me and for my siblings and oh my god i'm like getting emotional about it but <laughs> no really like i same thing yeah, I know. it's it's I know. it's like i always knew that my mom was going to be there when i came home from school or from anywhere you know with food on the table my dad was working a lot obviously with five kids you know like it was very hard and i want to do that for my kids like i want to be that i want to be there for them when they get home from school i want to be there for my husband and like have dinner ready you know mm-hmm. who said that that's not how it should be like that's how i want it to be right so i want to be there for my kids and uh if i can teach like i've even started teaching her from from now you know certain things and honestly i'm not just saying that because she's my daughter because she's but she's really smart she's 14 months but she's literally so smart she knows so many things and she's already like knows like she understands me when i speak and i think a lot of that comes from me teaching her and andrew like we teach her a lot at home you know, and we really care. And I think when you have so many kids in a daycare setting, you don't, your child doesn't get that individual attention, you know? And 
if we're able to do that, I want to be able to do that for her. For, Isn't for that her. better for the child too? Because then, I mean, every moment of a child's life growing, it's just about education. It's about learning and they're sponges. They absorb everything. Oh, yeah. So shouldn't they be absorbing you as a family yeah. unity? I'm just like, I go back to what you guys started the whole show with about just community and just, just no nonsense, like life living the way it was. And it's not like that anymore. And I think people are embracing it now. I think they're getting out of the core. I think they're finding smaller places. I think they're finding small farm homes that mm-hmm. are century old and they're in great shape and they could be taken care of. And it's, and it may not, land. it may not be in the urban setting where I can walk down the street and get a $9 croissant, yeah. but you know what? <laughs> I'm guaranteed you're going to be a lot happier with those real eggs that yeah, are being yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying i see the chickens eating what they're eating yeah, the grub yeah. and stuff like that and i'm like i want eggs from that chicken yeah. i don't want eggs from that chicken you know what i mean so our best friends they buy nine what is it nine dollar eggs from uh from like those from nice the farm boy orange european eggs like yeah bella bella nice you know <laughs> i have a major okay i have major problems <laughs> with all the grocery stores because it's a funny joke how it's like don't miss out on huge savings. Visit goiguide.com slash shop and use promo code TCL podcast to get deep discounts on an iGuide system. Everyone loves swag and I love giving it away. So if you're listening and you're interested in learning more about iGuide, shoot me an email rjohnston at planetar.com or a message on LinkedIn and I'll send you free swag just for saying hello. I've got free t-shirts and toques and I can't wait to give them away. I've also got special offers for TCL listeners, so it's worth your time to reach out. Isn't all the food in a grocery store supposed to be healthy? Yeah. Right? But it's not, and they always have a health section. Yeah. And that makes no sense to me. So I just, I've got a problem with a lot of the stuff that's going on there, and you're just like paying attention, and you're not even touching certain things anymore because you'll never see me down the cereal aisle. I won't touch any cereal and I'm just like, this is insane how all this is just pure crap. Yeah. Yeah, I never touch. We never, we don't eat cereal. I don't touch any of it anymore. I don't touch any, like I didn't touch it as a kid either. It was not my thing, but it's just, it's just funny how everything's become a business now. We don't care about the end products. There's no relationships. There's no community. There's no, no homegrown values anymore. Like, where is that? That's all gone now. Yeah. And life is getting so busy that a lot of the times you don't pay as much attention as you should. And I'm not saying that, you know, we're perfect parents. We l- we're learning every day how to navigate it. And we're going to be, you know, learning until, you know, our kids are, are older yeah. and, you know, we're, we're going to make mistakes and it's going to be hard. But, you know, we, we both support each other so much. And Andrew is, he works so much, but he always makes sure that I'm okay. And, you know, being a stay-at-home mom, but still working at the same time. Like, I haven't taken maternity leave at all. I've I was selling homes even when I was nine months pregnant wow. on the treadmill, right? <laughs> when so, you came to her, she was she was <laughs> like, <laughs> like she was, you know, she was six months pregnant. I totally demoing I, know, I totally man, taking plaster it. off of walls at six months, man. I was, was like, I was I was pulling nails out of the out of the floors <laughs> when I was pregnant. <laughs> you know, like whether that was a good thing or not. I mean, hey, Nina. Well, no, let's think. Is it? Is it a bad thing? Well, I guess no, but everyone's like, oh, what are you doing? Drywall. Yeah, like, that's no. why you should be so sitting and doing right nothing. Now. I'm like, do you know who I am? <laughs> Maybe you do could you rest know? some two by fours on the belly a little bit and make right? it Right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I was doing everything that could possibly, you could possibly do. 
right? But because you wanted to help out, you're like, I can. I'm still so help like out. that. I can still do something. We were painting. We painted our whole house. Together. Honestly, when we were painting, and I was like, okay, so we put the first. <laughs> we put the first coat of paint, first coat of primer, and I sanded it. And we put our first first coat of paint on. She's like, okay, we're done. I'm like, no, we have to sand this now. She's like, what do you mean? The paint's on. I'm like, no, we're going to sand it. And then we have to fill the holes again. And then we're going to paint it. And then we're going to sand it one more time. And then paint it again. And then maybe oh, one more bitching. time we're going to sand I it. I was so pissed. And then at the end of it, she was like, babe, our trim feels like glass. And I'm like, Whoa. I was like, oh, it's so soft. <laughs> you didn't realize that there were all these steps? Oh, my God. Oh, no. That step? No. no. I, I mean, if you saw my room when I was like in when I was like 15 years old, my best friend and I painted it. I'm like, it has to be Tiffany blue. OK, my room has to be <laughs> Tiffany blue. And it used to be mustard yellow. And, oh. um, and no my primer. my best friend Amanda, when she hears this, she'll be she'll probably be howling because we we painted it for four hours. We didn't put any uh, base coat primer primer. <laughs> we didn't put any primer. We just painted over mustard yellow with Tiffany blue, and there was so it turned into Tiffany orange. There yeah. were streaks everywhere. It looked so bad, just but we just coat? kept yeah. We because it took us one so heavy long. Coat. One, one heavy coat. coat. One heavy coat, and it took us so long. It took us. It like wasn't four brush hours. It was like grooves and pavement. That's yeah. how rigid it, it was. So it, it looked so bad. It looked so bad. <laughs> it looked so bad. We're like after four hours, we're like forget this. We dropped everything and we went to Jack Astor's and we were like having wine or something. I don't even know. We we're like sixteen. We were so young. I don't even know what we we're doing. But anyways, it was a catastrophe. So actually, so when you seeing, saw the steps and you touched and you're like, mm. I go, wow. This, like she saw so me this doing is stuff what in it's her house. Like. And she was like, oh, so that's how that's done. And yeah. Like, yes, yes, that's how it's done. You just assumed it was just like put yeah. a coat of paint. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll help you. I'll oh, help we just take the car yeah. the carpet out and, and and just install the harp. No, we got to put sheathing down first and find the studs and glue them and this and that. Oh. Okay. Now I know why he his hands are so broken. <laughs> that's all I have to say. Because there's so many steps involved yeah. to make it like proper. Oh my gosh. And like you you really can't have like a down day. Like when you're in the trades and on, I've only seen it really Your down hands day on. Is Sunday at like four o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> like I've only really seen it hands on with Andrew. Um, because you know, my dad was in the fruits and vegetables industry growing up and he was doing deliveries and you know he did like three all your fresh he did like three million things yeah (laughs) the good stuff the good (laughs) stuff you know but he he was very he wasn't in the trades but he was you know doing three million things vegetables yeah (laughs) oh yeah he was product that's all definitely lots of he did lots of things he's he's amazing but uh you know it's just seeing how much steps and how much work it is it's like if you're sick gosh you have to push through you have to like it's it's difficult do you guys ever look at it and 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 i mean because i I respect you guys that you're finding properties that most people look at and go "Mm, i don't want nothing to do with this but you guys are looking at it going there's something here like we can totally make this something really beautiful if you like the area if you're living down the street from your in-laws and like you know you got those like ugly cherry wood floors and like if that's what's going to stop you from buying the house then okay go go buy a thousand feet of it and i'll throw it in for you over the weekend have fun like <laughs> what, what more do you want it's that simple and right it's like literally it's that easy like you're going to use an agent anyways so like might as well use one that you're going to get something out of right like it doesn't hurt me to spend two days to put a floor down or frame a basement or install a kitchen like the money's been made already like tenfold you do the math. Agents make like three hundred dollars an hour if you, after the commissions. If you do the math, are you guys just focusing on the Hamilton area? Like no, 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 we'll go anywhere, everywhere, right? Yeah, we'll go anywhere. It, it doesn't matter where it is. Like I've, I, you know, we just worked with a client. He bought in uh, Guelph, 
Um, you know, there's just, we, and we were driving there almost every other day. He's, he, he would find something that he liked and we would go there and Andrew would come with, and he, he would look around the house. It's like we have our own house inspector here. Soon enough. On site. Soon enough. It's coming. It's coming. Which we are looking into. Andrew wants to do a course so that we can add that as well. You know, just, just more things that we can provide. Like you don't need. Yeah. But I can't just like, like you, you I guess it's the banks, right? Well, you're supposed to be certified, I'm pretty sure, as a home inspector. What's, yeah. What's involved regarding certification? You got to take a course and think it's a 10. We looked into it. 10 it's, courses it's like or a, something like that? Yeah, it's like with Mohawk and there's like 10 courses that you have to do uh, to get certified. And then it, it's all online. And then the, uh, the, the exam is in person. Okay. So, I mean, I think it's basically, you know, you go at your own pace type of thing. Uh, but... Knowing us, you know, we'll we'll probably zoom yeah, we'll through, it. through it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did the real estate course in eight months. I finished it super wow. fast. Yeah, like I I was determined. I really really wanted it, and I feel like that's a lot of what we bring to the table. Like if we want something, we really we really work hard and and we do it and we get it done. What is it true that I think in Toronto or is it Canada that I think it's like ninety five percent of most realtors actually are not. It's not a primary. Uh, it's second, second. Yeah. Uh, like that, yeah. most of the work that's being done is done by this small increment of realtors out yeah. there that are doing most of it, mm -hmm. and then the other ones are just—it's like a, a side hustle kind yeah. of thing. Well, it's actually proven that if you do use, if you do do it as a side hustle, you won't be as as successful. Uh, you have to do it full time, just mm -hmm. because there's so much that goes into it. Like, yeah, as realtors, we do make a lot of money, but there's a lot of things that go on behind you know, behind, I, I don't want to say closed doors, but like, you know, there's a lot of things that we have to do. Like we have to do marketing. We have to, uh, you know, you, to have a field of corn, you pick the corn, but then you have to plant more for, for you to have yep. more, more clients. Right. So, I mean, you gotta, you gotta keep, keep farming. You gotta keep going out there. You gotta you, door knock. You have to phone people, you know, you have follow to up follow up. You have to, there's a lot of things that go into it. And, you know, we, we may only get paid like maybe three times a year or whatever, as much deals as you're doing, but there's a lot of work that goes into it. And honestly, that's a lot of the reason why I didn't have maternity leave is because I still had to make sure I was farming yeah. so that I could provide and like, you know, do that for, for my family. So, um, you do a really good job at it, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I but try. today's generation they don't see the value of working on something for a period of time if if it's like six months or longer. We're looking at the trees, not the forest. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Yeah. But yeah. we're all seeing, I guess it's hard to judge it. Is it, I can only assume that December, January, February are usually slow months always, for construction and realty, yeah. right? Yeah, it's always it's always months. slower. I mean, it, I'm busy all year round, but that's just because of the clients that I have. Yeah. He, but it is, but it You're is, not seeing a downturn at all? I'm never slow. I have to lie to get days off. Like I gotta like pretend I'm sick. Really? Yeah. yeah like you ask her. Like you during COVID, know. he actually we were dating, and uh, they were saying you can't leave your house. I don't know if you remember. Oh, of course, yeah. You, you no, but it was like military law was gonna like martial law was gonna come out. This was like a, a during like a two couple days. <sighs> I don't even know what was going on. Okay, craziness. And they were like, essential workers can only be on the road. So I'm like, I have to see Andrew. <laughs> How am I gonna not going to see him? So he goes, stay home and I'm going to come pick you up because I'm an essential worker. <laughs> it works. And it worked. It works. Because I wouldn't go on the what road. I was too scared. But it's yeah. Oh, so he would come time. in his sprinter. You know, he'd come I'd and pick me up. And he'd sprint. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was weird that we were the only ones and you had so many people talking about driving well, a lot of the ways. things when it happened though is a lot of my contracts like pe- they were new bills so people needed to move into their homes like i couldn't not show up you know house was handed to you at drywall i need two three weeks to get the painters in there and it's just like i can't not show up <laughs> it's not gonna happen it's been a funny five years eh and it it's just makes just you wonder what the next five years is going to be like because it's just these are all they're not historical you know what i mean they're not like a war hasn't happened well you know what i mean like it these huge events haven't happened to make these things happen but yet it's almost like someone's just pulling these levers what the, the pandemic yeah just all that <laughs> bullshit exactly oh, yeah, all yeah. that crap we all seen how it just it was all cause and effect there was a lot of capitalism going on and it's just like people were struggling they're still struggling and now it's just like you're getting these lines drawn right and it just makes you wonder what's going to happen next year and next year's an election year oh, like i don't boy. care here in canada there's rumors about it being possible and then obviously it is happening in the u.s there's an election here going going on which is great having the first president that's being indicted as he's promoting himself to yeah. be elected again, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Makes for great news stories and stuff like that. But it's just like, it's almost like you don't know what to do or what to make of it. So as a homeowner, as a person who wants to renovate, like how do you have a conversation with these people and going, okay, this is what we can do. This is what it's going to cost. Well, that's too expensive. We can't do that. So it's like you're going back and forth with the clients, right? It's, it is a lot of back and forth, but I think you have to get to know the, get to know the client. Right. Get yeah. to know their situation, uh, you know, employment, uh, what they what they have in store for themselves, like where they see themselves in five years. You know, do you want to stay in this area? Do you want to move maybe a little farther away where you can do more with your money? You know, like just see how flexible they are. Right. Because like if someone were to ask us if, if we were to be living in, like if they asked us asked us a few years ago, would you be living in Hamilton? I probably would have been like, absolutely not. No, I'm going to be staying in Mississauga because, because didn't know, though, I didn't know. Was, but you, right. you had your perception of Hamilton. I had my perception. And a lot of people in Toronto have that perception of Hamilton. Right. But I think if people actually came and like, you know, Andrew warmed me up to Hamilton too before we moved there. He he would we he drove me up there a couple times. He's like, look at the beautiful well, they got hiking. Waterfalls. They got like, when did yeah. you go to Hamilton? Oh, man. When did They're I buy just, or when did I just start going there? I guess or both. 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 When so I got first introduced to Hamilton by my friend's father in high school. Okay, uh, that was when houses were going for like fifty grand, sixty yeah, grand. Yeah, like that's way. So back. he used to tell us, and that was when I start in two thousand seven when we graduated. So two thousand six, I can almost remember the conversation. He came home one day, we were at our buddy's house, Sam, and he was like, "Look at you, idiots over here! A couple guys, couple thousand bucks. You got your electrician and his apprenticeship, the carpenter, Sam, being the real estate agent at that time." Um, and a couple other guys just go to Hamilton, thousand bucks each. Go buy a house. You'll be laughing in like ten years. A thousand. Yeah, Tony. Bucks yeah, Tony. The what amount of times think? he's told me this story because yeah, he's like true, he's it's kicking true, though, himself because I'm because kicking myself in the ass because we could have easily had like 10, 15 houses right now easily, easily. I know a few people that have like they have three or four and they're doing it. And they're yeah. just renters and that's all it is. Yeah. Mm. They're not amazing dwellings. They're not perfect. No, but, but you have such a surplus of of renters there. Yeah huge amount of renters but you know what y- y- will the houses ever go down to that amount again probably not not but that low not that low. not that low but like i even tell my brother like he's 20 and he really wants to get into the trades too so he's starting to you know 
Well, that's a whole other conversation. You know, poke his poke, his, poke his nose around because it, it's hard because he him. doesn't know what he wants to get it's, into. It's hard which for him trade to, to do. Yeah, he doesn't know what trade he wants to do. So what's he good at or what's he interested? That's what in? he's trying to figure out right now. Well, he he like he's he's worked with Andrew. Like he's done landscaping. He's done um, roofing because my brother also does roofs. He's a he's a roofer. He's been roofing since he was like I don't know fifteen or something. Fantastic like, cedar copper work. Yeah, he's like unbelievable. He's, he's really good. He's uh, been been doing it for so, so long. He's a roofer. He's uh, yes. legit, legit. Okay, he's like, our he's our guy. Fantastic contractors. It's time to empower your business with Shelta Tech implementation. Shelta is offering a free meeting to tackle your biggest pain points head on. Their goal to develop a custom company app that's built just for you, solving your pain points, streamlining your processes, making your workday smoother. Here's the scoop. There's a $15,000 digital adoption grant available and Shelta is an expert at helping you secure it. This isn't just funding. It's your stepping stone into a new era of digital efficiency. By your second meeting, you'll get a tailor-made company playbook, a software prototype designed with your input, project tracking, real-time budget management, and daily logs all integrated into a single app. It's tech that works for you, not the other way around. Shelta isn't just offering tech. They're offering transformation. Join the community of 93 subcontractors who have already stepped up their game with Shelta Tech. Two meetings, countless opportunities. Ready to make a move? Visit Shelta.app. Let's pave the way to a smarter, tech-driven future. Shelta Technology, custom tech solutions for the modern contractor. Jamal Baydoun. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really, really good. Roofing Inc. He, he does everything and he does specialty roofs and we work with him all the time. Andrew and, and uh, Jamal have some... Big projects coming up next year. I that I can. Yeah, and at 2024 He's for just really good. Like, I'm not even just saying it. Like, the guy's actually really good. Like, Whoa. it's very rare to find yeah. someone so young and so good at something. We'll give you his What's information. The for? Well, this is her other brother. No, my, oh, I, I have I okay. have two brothers. Okay, so this brother's older the youngest. brother or younger? Uh, old, older. Older brother. Jamal's the older. He's okay. he's, he, he's, de, he's a roofing. Got it. And uh, Jad is my, young, my youngest brother, and he's 20. And now he's just trying to figure out... You know what's going on, but it's also the age too. I feel like he, he, there's just so many. You know, oh my god, I have to pick like my my forever career. You know, and no. it's like I know, kind of figure something and, out. And they, and again, that's what he was learning in school. Was like his teachers were like, you have to figure it out. Like just do it. You know, whatever whatever you think that you want to do, just do it. And it's like, well, that puts a lot of pressure on him, and he doesn't really know what he wants, so he needs to try it out. So I told him, you know. To do different things maybe try try uh, hvac or try I was, you know i was pushing him to go find a good builder or like a good gc and then just pay attention to the trades that are there and ask questions while you're on site work you know be a labor or whatever it is but just like you know when you're on break just go talk to the hvac guy or go talk to the sparky yeah, or something a lot of gcs are not of that mindset of allowing somebody like that on the site right Allow what on their own time asking questions yeah if he's like, going there and working what's the problem but you know well, what? Certain GCs will find it distracting to the trades. But you know what? He, for especially for his age group, I feel like he's but very... Again, back to that comment earlier <laughs> about, about, the, about the old guys. No, no. How's I'm, he supposed to, how's I, he supposed I, to know if he doesn't I'm, get the opportunity? I'm saying a lot. I, I always did that. I always encourage anybody to come on my site I still do that and now. go talk to somebody and go pick my brain or whatever. I always encourage that. But you're part of the one percenters. Like, yeah, like, that not, that's not the norm, right? They're, they're in there to make money. Mm -hmm. GCs are there to make money. They've got clients to feed. They have to get certain things done. They've got there's problems on the table. So then they're like, I don't need a kid coming in here. I get, I get. But the thing is, I've said it. You need these kids to come in here. 
Yeah, but if you have someone competent willing to work for you hard day in day out, and he's just asking a couple questions on the side. I mean, but I feel like th- like that that is what's going to provide for the future. Andrews, for example, you know, like you started young, you yeah. you offered to push a broom around or just listen, yeah. and that that type of kid, like my brother, for example, is who's gonna be the future like he's he's hungry he wants exactly. to learn he's, hungry. Like, he's so hungry really like hungry. he showed me the messages that he was sending to these um trades people and i was so proud of him because it's like hungry message like listen i'll just push a broom around i just want to learn he have a vehicle yes. yeah 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 so then i told him walk on site that's just come ready a, with a, a pouch yeah just put on your ppe that's it so yeah I said. show up on your safety boots and, and when they ask hat. you when can you start you say right now and just go listen you got a broom yeah. And then just I'll help clean up uh, like it's anybody can figure out how to clean up a site. I'll help. Right. And then I would just tell him to go to these sites. Yeah. The and guys will embrace him. They'll let him doing. if he comes in there and he shows up already like yeah. to walk safely on a job site. And he wants to do the job that nobody else wants to do. And then maybe even I just hold him it. making them aware like, hey, like I just want to figure out what I'm doing. So I like, just be transparent with whoever we, it is that you're with. Even go further. Look for job sites that have electrical vans or trucks on the site. Oh, man. Really? Well, and the reason I'm doing that is a big joke that everyone's listening to right now <laughs> because they're always leaving messes everywhere, right? The wire, the clips, the, all that crap. Oh, how really? do you put a, how do you put a wine room in the basement? I'm a wine room? <laughs> what do you mean how do I put a wine room in the basement? Do you, do you know how to do that? Yeah. How? What do you mean? Just tell all the sparkies to go downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I would just say for career advancement, yeah, no. that's a good one too. <laughs> Career advancement, start looking for the electrical vans on a job site and then walk on that job site. Yeah. So there's some tips for the younger generation. Go on the job site. PPE. PPE. Don't be stupid May- about it. <laughs> don't be stupid. Right? Just don't say no to work. <laughs> don't show up in running shoes or Crocs or whatever oh, crap. Like or your new pandas. If you want to be in this industry, at least put the uniform it on. It works yeah. still showing up on site ready to go. Like I used to do that in my apprenticeship. Like I would just show up. Yeah, and be like, it hey, does like, work. What's up? Like, do you need somebody? And they'll be a little timid at first. And you just kind of put a couple hours in. And what's that person on site going to do when they see this kid first? They're, they're going to be like, oh, They're going to look him mm-hmm. up and down. And how, just gonna, how are they going to tell you to work if you're wearing your new exactly. pandas yeah. or But crops. the thing is, now you get the opportunity. Now you're on site. Yep. Now you're on site. You're, you're in the playground now. Yeah, just don't wear Carhartt if you can't do Carhartt shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in the playground now. So now you got an opportunity to start doing your job, start cleaning up, start organizing, and then let someone go, who's the new kid? And then introduce yourself. Yeah. Don't be yeah. shy about introducing yourself. Say hello. Shake a hand or whatever. Fist bump. Whatever. Just yeah, say yeah, hello, yeah. and now you're in the playground. That's going to give you opportunity. Lots. But I look at like all the all the people in my life that uh, that are experienced and have been doing their trade for how many years and like you know like Andrew or my brother or you know these people and like that's how they started is like like when I was in my clubbing days and like going out with my friends Andrew was working right I didn't know him you but I do, mean you didn't that's do clubbing days like I mean when I was like popping bottles or whatever you want to call it like well, he my was friends are popping bottles i was studying for my concrete exam like you know what but I mean? you got to start young right and it's like that's i guess the only way that you can really but is that's experience. not the mindset of today no they don't they want to get youtube famous <laughs> they want to make a load of money for doing the le- least amount of work well that yeah the work ethic's not there they it's don't care about the term. homeowner a lot of people don't care about the homeowner that's paying them a lot of people yeah, just want that paycheck one. and they don't care who's paying them a lot of times i find where it's like guys like 
this person's paying us, man. Like, there's a lot of money on the table here. Like, there's do you think they want to see that? Like, there's a double edge, though, right? You've you've got certain GCs that have been burned by clients as well, too, right? So there's that whole CD world as well, where we don't get paid, and all of a sudden you're losing money. Like that, that's a reality, and I I, I definitely. I don't know why people skirt that conversation. You need to tell the young kids that there's an opportunity here that you might get screwed over by a client. But the thing is, I always tell the kids that prepare for it. Like you should avoid it. Like you should be treating the job a certain way that you never let the client get to that point where they can take advantage of that situation and then burn you at that point. It's but hard. that's through experience. Yeah, and it's hard, I feel, too. Like a lot of, a lot of people don't treat jobs like as if it's their own. Right. And you and, and, you know, I feel like that even people say when when you when you want to do something, you know, treat it as if it's your house or treat it as if it's your whatever. But people won't. And I feel like that's the, that's the best way to do something is you, you, you treat it as if it's your own. Right. The only way I can do something is if I do it properly is, is if I do it myself. But no, you know, you just got to teach yourself is like that. You just got to do things as if it's your own. I think the best thing you could do is exactly that is yeah. like care more about someone else's property instead of your property. Yeah. And that will, someone will notice. It just sucks when it's never noticed. Like when you're constantly going out of your way and then it's never like, there's never any, I'm not going to say praise, but there's never any like uh, light shined on it. Okay. Do you need one person to notice or no. do you need that several thousand people to notice? That's not what I mean though. Okay. If I'm on a job site and, you know, my bill's 10 grand, let's just say to trim your house, but then you have me on the side, ah, you know, the front door guy didn't put this handle in. Do you mind putting this handle in for me? I know, I know, I know it's Friday at like six o'clock and, you know, you're supposed to be here at three, you leave at three. It's like, yeah, okay, I'll put it in for you. No problem. That, or like, you know, you do that like six times on the same job. Now you got like a day's worth of work not counted for. Mm-hmm. I right? know, I know. But you want to not answer my phone now after you've been breaking my, my nuts all week? <laughs> Like, come on. That's the industry. That's the industry. The highs and lows. That's the highs and lows of it. Yeah. But that's the things that, like, no one says. No one talks about no, it. Like, that I there's going to be work that you're doing that you're not going to get paid for. And it sucks. But, but if you I, do? If, but it's like you always got to do something from your heart. Like, if I, if I cook and, you know, I don't cook it with love... Andrew can tell. It tastes different. It tastes I right? different. <laughs> I totally. And I can tell. I don't hear I don't hear noises coming from his mouth when he's eating it. Like, mmm, I love you, babe. You know, stuff like that. That's when I know he really likes it. But like the other day I made chicken with stuffed chicken with vegetables and he was silent. <laughs> You know, and it's I'm not like, that you missed a step or two. You just I also hurried came from along. I, I also step. came from a Christmas party from a builder, so I wasn't. Yeah, but I hungry. just hurry. I made it really quick, right? But the, the, my point is, is like I didn't really make it with a lot of love. Like I kind of just whipped it up. Oh, I know you talking, right? I know but he knows, right? So when you work, you have to do it. You have to do everything with love, and if you don't, it's obvious. You can tell. Right. So but sometimes the days are getting shorter and sometimes the tasks are getting longer and sometimes there's more on the plate. It's just I get it. Trust me, I get it. There's been times where like, okay, I'm going to make this for dinner tonight. And then you start racking brain and you're like, "Mm, that's going to take a long time to make. Oh, yeah. Get it done properly. For sure. So you know what it tastes like when it's done properly. Yeah. And now I understand when my mom would send me to the grocery store and say, can you get me one? green pepper i'm like what (laughs) no (laughs) i'm not getting you one green pepper i have to go to the store i have to park i have to get go in line up for that one green pepper she goes yeah 
it's it, it's needed for the for the dish and i'm like no but i would obviously always go and do it but now i understand because you just sometimes that one green pepper makes all you need. a huge difference in that dish you can always get like delivery services right and you get a green pepper with a little bit of white fuzz on it yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> they never i tried it once they never pick good food Oh. Like it shows up and like what I don't was this from like last yeah. year? Yeah, like, it's I don't like understand. they just don't even don't even care. They just kind of yeah do it quick. They're I say grow your own food. I agree with you on that. I got my garden going. <laughs> oh I yeah, agree with you on that. I think you start. Someone needs to start making like green homes that we can just drop in backyards, like green home sheds or something like yeah. that. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. And everyone sure. starts making their and own. They food. should teach gardening in school then. They don't do they that. They don't teach gardening. So what, did they don't your, teach. what did your grandparents do and what did your parents do? They always grew oh, my stuff. my grandparents raised Come on, I think I every European has got, got tomatoes. It's like it's a common thing. That's a standard, right? <sighs> we used to have all sorts. We still have a pear tree to this day, apricot tree. We used to do tomatoes. And you we could like come over with a grocery bag so you could fill it up and take it with you. Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. just going to be there, right? Oh, so we always could. go shopping at uh, Andrew's parents' house. That's the best. <laughs> yeah. We always leave with... Tomatoes, olive oil, sauce. I think my favorite's the olive oil. Though. Yeah. Going home with olive oil. Poor Linda. We always want to take her, her olive oil. Making your own? No, taking olive oil <laughs> from my oh, parents. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, she's pressing it and put packaging. No, no. no I wish. She's wow. just no. watching it when it goes on sale at Fortino's. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she's, she's in tune with where. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's retired. Right? She's at home watching all day. I, you know what? That's another thing. That whole industry is such a... The decision process and selecting your siding and colors can be challenging, which is why Fraser Wood Siding is here to make the process as simple as possible. Their beautiful pre-finished wood siding is made using high-quality PEFC certified Canadian softwood, and it's available in 17 profiles in unlimited colors. Supplied by the global leader in paints, Sherwin-Williams. With distribution all over Canada, USA, and Europe, Fraser Wood Siding can help you achieve your desired look no matter the style. Visit their website, www.fraserwoodsiding.com, and check out their products online. You can even request a sample directly from the website. Simply click the Request a Sample link and fill in your information, and your sample will arrive in just a few days. Fraser Wood Siding, get inspired. We know what kind of olive oil you're supposed to have and what kind of bottle it's supposed to be in, and, and yet... The majority of bottles on the shelf are not that way. And you're like going, and then I have the same bone to pick with Parmesan cheese, man. Oh, Parmesan cheese, yeah. is, uh, it's very important. You got to make sure. But, but there's such a whole. It's there's almost, like, like four different types of yeah, Parmesan too. There's so many. But then there's then there's the fake ones. The yeah, BS ones. Well, my dad just, yeah. when I go to see him on Sunday, he's like, here, I got you something. So he always gives us, and it's like such a. Fresh, freshly oh, it's grated. so good. They buy the big one and they grate it themselves at home. You know, like, yeah. it's amazing. It's so good. You think the younger kids are paying attention to any of some. this stuff? Some. Yeah? Some. Are they? Some. Yeah. I, don't know. I didn't start paying attention until you get older, right? I start paying attention to more. I mean, I was around it always. So I was always around it. So for me, it's kind of just instilled in me, but. Yeah, his dad makes sausages. So Andrew just watched him recently and he, and he helped him out with that. And they made a whole bunch of sausages. Sausage, wine. He makes homemade wine. Stuff, man. Yeah. You ever try sauce? I did this once, eh? There's a lot of things that I just do once, right? Like, except narcotics <laughs> and all that stuff. But um, <laughs> I try, I was like too lazy to get the proper sausage that I know I should Like the be. meat, you're talking about, right? Yes. So I just said, I'll buy this one. Whatever's there. Wrong. I had one bite, threw it out. Are you, you're Portuguese, right? Yeah. 
Oh, so you, you, eat, you eat like, um, what is it, popsich? Yeah, popsich, yeah. <laughs> Give me cheese. Yeah, but not That's what makes yeah, it. Yeah, 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 but not that much these days, right? Because you gotta, no, and yeah, popsichs and the cheese and San Jorge cheese and everything, like you start Yum. getting, yeah, like it's all good stuff, right? But in moderation. And I love it when, there's been times where I'm flying back. My suitcase is full of cheese, eh? Really? Oh, full oh, Lindy. of cheese? Oh, Lindy's, 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 uh, yeah, Lindy cheese would like that. and Agua Dent, right? So spirit, like it's moonshine, basically. Full, like full. And I, oh. I, had a, I had a technique where I would just bring every pair of socks I had. It was oh, that's smart. And I would stuff all the bottles Little in my hacks. socks. And then I would line them up like soldiers. <laughs> Never cracked one in all no the trips. Way. The last thing that I ever did through Toronto Pearson, man. And they don't see it? You just gave yourself They up. would ask me, do you? And I said, <laughs> yes, I have just over the limit. Meanwhile, I got like 30 bottles in there. And I got like a dozen cheese. Oh, my God. You would say just over the limit? I would just over the limit. And I go, okay, well, what's your cheapest bottle? And then I would tell them. And there was one time that I was getting a little lippy because I got away with it a few times. And I said the cheapest bottle was like 11 euros, right? And then he gives me the tax on how much it is. And I'm like, really? <laughs> and he goes... Do you want me to open up your bag? And oh. I'm like, no, I'm good with this. I'll pay this. Thank you very much. <laughs> Meanwhile, if they opened it, they see all the soldiers. And then the best part the, the performance of getting your bag off. The trolley thing? Off of anything without it feeling like it's too fucking heavy. Oh, because geez. there's like bottles and cheese in there, right? Yeah. Where's all your clothes? What clothes? In another bag. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On his back. <laughs> you have to balance it, right? The, the oh, two. my god! And then you're always paying the over fee on it, right? Because you know it's heavy. But you're coming from Portugal or whatever. And they, the guys at the Caris, they already know. They're yeah, they know. Yeah, they're like, you're coming from they're Portugal. No, there's, there's bottles and there's cheese in there. Do you want me to open your bag? <laughs> nope. <laughs> but then, they, then it runs out, huh? And you're like. Yeah, oh, then it runs like, out. Oh, man. man. Well, we just went to Greece and Italy for our honeymoon. Nice. What part? We were there for five weeks. In Greece and what parts? We went to Athens. Mind you, we had a 10-month-old with us. So this was a very interesting experience. She went went there. I think more and more people should travel with New because I think the experiences would be amazing. Yeah. And we should do it. I don't care if they're... It was great. I will never... I'm not... And I never have Screaming Baby in a movie theater, Screaming Baby on a plane, Screaming Baby anywhere. I've never spoken up or against or any of that. I don't care about any of that shit. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, I have Bose yeah but if you don't want to hear a baby <laughs> crying on a plane, go take a private jet. Yeah. Get the Bose. Yeah. yeah. Like, get out of here, is. man. Come on. It doesn't bother me at all, right? So. I mean, you know what? I was really nervous about it. But, but then the family I, got it, to it see it. Everybody gets to see it. Right? It, it was it was definitely an, like such a crazy, amazing experience. We went to Athens. We went to Paros. We went to Naxos. Then we went to Pescara in Italy. And we went to Andrews. Pescara. Yeah, we went to Rome, and we then went we went hometown. to Andrew's dad's hometown at the top of a mountain called Vidiguzzo, and it was, where is it in Italy? It's uh, Frosinone, and we, I like, I can't even tell you what kind of experience that was. It was insane. Imagine. It took us 45 minutes to get up the mountain. They're at the very top. Yeah, it's and your spot. Wow. No yeah. cars, or is it just pedestrians? There's cars, but There's the cars roads are like... We had to five feet wide. Yeah, it's just winding. It's all fiats. <laughs> yeah. literally all fiats. Yeah, literally all fiats. Yeah, yeah. Like we saw wild cows. We yeah. saw lots of interesting things, but it was such a cool experience. And his parents came with, like, they met us there as well. So we were with his parents. We were with Nina, and you know, she got to meet 
like her cousins yeah. and people that you know that maybe she would have never met like just really really cool and then there's pictures of all this and mm-hmm. then, oh yeah and you when she grows up i'm gonna go back and visit yep that's why Carry i it encourage it yeah. it should yeah. be it's so important like i mean canada's beautiful everything's great yeah you know america's got its its places as well too but uh it's good to go back it's to the homeland, right? homeland. ever since i met him he's been talking about Vidiguzo, this little town where his dad's from and his last name well my last name now prete it's everywhere our, like our, our, our family's the biggest family back in whenever it started wow you the see the name family. everywhere it's so it's there was so like cool. two main families there and like ours was one of the bigger ones wow there was two main but there was like I think five or six but like my dad's family was pretty much running that place so you see the name everywhere, everywhere. so it was cool like pret marcharia like, yeah you know, like, <laughs> that's weird to see yeah it's so really weird odd. and then it's like you go talk to somebody like yeah i'm your cousin you're like, so wait. and so and so yeah yeah and i'm yeah. like wait what you don't they're need like, answers interest <laughs> or ancestry what the no 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 you ancestry? don't need that no no <laughs> ancestry whatever yeah that because we're on like this is the real like version of sixth yeah, generation yeah. now right yeah. like, i got cousins that are like my fourth cousin i mean like you know it's a little distant but still it's like Oh, you're that person. Exactly. Oh, wow. Exactly. Hey, it's like man. it's the same. I know, and that's that's different, right? Yeah. It's just uh, <laughs> it's completely different there. Different world class. Which traveler. makes me think of I was forced. I never watched the first two, but I was forced to start watching the third one. My big fat Greek wedding. The third <laughs> one. Oh. What was with that horrible? Like, what happened there? I don't understand. The third one. Yeah, the third one's a, just a garbage. Pit. I didn't even bother seeing it. That's that's <sighs> how. Like I've heard such. You know, not very good things about oh, it. You, you can't. I couldn't make it past 10 minutes. You I can't was beat the first one. Like the first one, it's like, you know, first of all, it's epic because the main character's name is Tula. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> enough said there. But, you know, even like. Plus gro- the whole family and the tradition. And, they, and we all know the aunts and uncles. That's we, the thing. we know those people. They're all right? in our family. And everyone right? can yeah, relate yeah. to it. Yes. But right? that third one, I didn't. I was like, what it's, happened? It's with like, this? come on, guys. You know, sometimes you just gotta stop. You <sighs> can't you can't go. you can't do it like Harry Potter did it. Harry Potter is just amazing. First, second, third, fourth, fifth, like they're I all know, good. Chamber of Secrets, I was a little Chamber of Secrets is so good. Well, but there's no, there's no Greeks in Harry Potter. Yeah. That's that's the only downfall. <laughs> <laughs> or Italians. <laughs> that's the only or downfall. Portuguese. Or Portuguese. Or Portuguese. Was you it know? Golem or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But everyone can relate with to that movie. Well, I just I, it came up because you bring it funny. up, and I'm like, I can't believe how bad this is. And yeah, I, just, I can't watch it. But I know it's I ended up passing out and then being shook to go to sleep, and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, you're like, hey. I get it? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, that was that what that didn't work. <laughs> yeah, have clients changed what they're asking for? Or it's always the go to. Clients changed. Like, are they always asking for? Are people wanting to buy more space than they can afford? And are people always wanting the big glamorous kitchens and the big glamorous master baths? Uh, I find that, at least on my end of the spectrum, with the few high scale projects that we've been on, the envelopes being pushed a lot more lately. You know, like lights inside of things and furniture recesses, like just yeah, I could like see a that. lot of like waters being used in different ways now. Like you know, like. Faucets coming out of the ceiling with rainforest things coming yeah. to wash your hands. It's like, dude, yeah. there's so like many new why? things. Like, why that do that? <laughs> so, so, like, many. in that aspect, the envelope's being pushed. You got to kind of like think outside the box, and that's where the experience comes into as well, right? Because like, you got a house made in the '40s, and you want to do stuff that's modern. It's like those materials don't exactly line up too well. <laughs> Everybody's mostly going modern these days. Contemporary modern. Is that what they want? That sort style? of. Yeah. I feel like farmhouse too. Like farmhouse style. Like modern farmhouse is modern pretty farmhouse. big now. 
That's what our house like is like. Like beechwood floors, Modern shaker home. doors, yeah. minimal profiles on the moldings, like stuff like that. Waffle ceilings are big too, you know. Coming really, in. yeah? Yeah, coffered, stuff like that. More so. Wood coffered ceilings or foam? I've been noticing ceilings. that they've been, people have been doing um, like the actual construction of it. So the crown and the boxes in white and they're veneering the ceilings in wood. That's kind of nice. Yeah. I like that. It's pretty cool, man. Like walnut veneer right on the Yeah, but that's like a farmhouse kind of mentality, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? That's the way it was done back then. It's cool, man. There's a I'm lot of cool things I've been seeing lately. Even putting, you can put V-groove paneling on the ceiling and paint it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bead or V'd, a V-groove, right? You do either or, and it still looks great. You can leave it exposed pine, stain it or whatever, finish it, but then have it painted beams, which would be nice. A lot, a lot, I've been seeing a lot of like raw woods being incorporated into, you know, next to like white finishings and stuff like that, kind of just. goes back to that natural element. Like I think mm. more and more people are wanting to be embraced by natural tones and natural materials. I don't yeah. think. Like the Scandinavian looks pretty big right now. Like, I read recently that Australia banned quartz. Really? Quartz. Any quartz stones. Why? Because of workers or all kinds of health problems. The problem is that that whole the guys industry, that are cutting the stone? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not regulated. So they're breathing all that stuff, the silica dust into it, and then they're having health problems. So Australia has put a ban now on selling quartz. How do you feel about using exterior MDF inside? Inside? I don't know. Uh, my first thought is... Why? <laughs> No, why? My first thought is whatever chemicals are used to treat it, will they off-gas inside the house? just going to say. That's yeah. my first thought. I don't know. Because they do off-gas. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's certain, I know there's different chemicals used on that MDF for exterior applications for our weather. There's off-gassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Who's putting it inside? I'm just asking. There's a couple of sites that I've been on where they had like pre-finished MDF for the outside and they ran out of material for the inside. So they're slapping that material yeah, you can't, in. No, you can't do that. You I, have to I go definitely. and get the one pepper. Like you have to yeah, go and yeah. buy <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, MDF yeah. that you're supposed to use. And then right? it's like for argument's sake, like, you know, builder grade, builder grade closets, you know, melamine shelf, one by three shelf support and adjustable rod. Yeah, like that melamine shelf to. might not be made out of melamine. It might be pre-finished, like pre-painted exterior MDF because they ran out. I've been seeing that happen sometimes. I don't know what the chemical structure of painting a treated exterior MDF is all about. I'd be weary about it. It is very weary. Just because you can smell it. Like, you can smell it. It happens more than you would, more than you would think. Really, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a good idea. I'm it's not, not, a, I'm not, not. a chemist or anything like that. I don't think it's a good <laughs> idea to do that. It's just a lot of people don't know, and they're just putting it in. Well, there's a lot of materials that should not be inside the house, and there's a lot of materials that are inside that should not be outside of the house. Correct. It's designed that way yeah, for that yeah, reason. Yeah. But you're also getting people using wood siding inside the house as accent walls. Now, if it's bare wood, and then you stain it with an interior stain, that's a different story. Yeah, but, but if, if it's treated. If it's already treated, no. You wouldn't, first of all, no PT should ever be inside the house. Ever. Ever. I've been seeing people use PT, though, in basements for framing as their bottom sill joists. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it either. I'll agree with blue wood. Yeah, but that's what but it's blue made wood for is it. coming. But that's like what it's made for, though, right? Crap like that, right? And I don't agree with steel studs in the basement because I've seen people not properly do it in the basement. And they don't even put a sill gasket. They so think they just rot out. I know. So then it gets rusted in a few yeah, years. Yeah. So or the best is when they put the, the the tracks down and they put the studs in, but they only screw from the one side. Yeah. 
<laughs> and they're dancing in the There's walls. There's a product that I, I'm forgetting the name of it now. There's a product for a seal gas. This guy's invented this plastic seal gasket. Um, it elevates about a half inch, but it's got feet on it. And then it... It, it, it uh, breathes, right? It breathes, but the two by four seal sits inside of it. Well, that's cool. So does it even get hit by any elements? Nothing. Well, unless it r- floods higher than it needs to. But but the thing is that just regular moisture coming out of the concrete. Yeah, is yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's a better seal gasket for oh, today's 100%. technology. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm trying to get them on the show to talk about it. But that's a smart like idea. When I frame basements, I always put seal gasket, wrap it around the two by four. You bring up a good point. Basements is where you get a lot of shoddy people. Oh man, twenty four hour really bad material. Those guys, basements done yeah. in two weeks or yeah. whatever. Those guys think they can oh, get away with it because it's a basement. But then when you look at it and you're listening to it, I guess you really don't know how it was built at that point. Well, but she doesn't know what's behind the walls. It's a finished yeah. basement at that point, and then the homeowner is just using it as a selling feature now. Right. It's a rental unit, and yeah. listen, we all know we're professional enough to know what a rental unit is and what a rental unit isn't right right there's a lot of legal parameters there is a lot attached of to that so people don't realize the numbers that are attached to that stuff you can't just make it look pretty with the latest vinyl flooring and you got simple drywall and you don't know what's behind the walls yeah. right or you don't even know if there was a water issue and it got corrected Looking for cutting-edge solutions for your spray foam needs? Look no further than Elasticam Specialty Chemicals. With a remarkable track record spanning over three decades, Elasticam stands as an industry leader supplying contractors across Canada with top-grade closed-cell, open-cell, and specialty foam products and accessories. Experience hassle-free spraying in both summer and winter with Insulthane Extreme, Canada's groundbreaking HFO closed-cell product. Time is precious, and we know it. Optimize your efficiency and avoid downtime by choosing the best products with the best technical and customer support. Elevate your spray foam game today with Insulthane Spray Foam products by Elasticam. Give them a try today. Visit their website at www.elasticam.com or give them a call at 1-877-787-2436. That's a big one for me. Because if you don't fix it, it's just gonna sure you vacuum and then clean yeah, you it put a band aid on mold it. control on it. I'm like, that's not the solution at that yeah, point, right? You got to be careful because a lot of these rentals that they're doing basements are you know sometimes 1800 to 2200 a month. So if it's not safe and they're they've done they haven't done a good job in the renos part, you're going to be living there and breathing that in. So it's important to hire the right professionals. And the city doesn't really have the workforce to actually just mend, or would they? Like, I, we know, you go into any neighborhood, I'm pretty sure that so many people have their basements rented out, but oh, yeah. they're not legal, and they're not safe. But yeah. the city doesn't have the workforce to kind of, and just knock on the door and go, can we take a look at your legal so-called basement apartment? Yeah, but even Unless if you, you look at finished on, drywall, how would you know what's behind it? Do you know that it's got rock saw? Do you know that it's got 5.8 resilient no, channel and all that? You have to open like, it up. Exactly. I know, but you're not going to do that. No. No. But that's what permits are for, though. Yeah, but you could, can homeowners, yeah, homeowners can do that. Can't they inquire at the city to find out if there was permits pulled on a structure? You could. Yeah. yeah but your information sure. on that house, so I mean, like, why yeah, not, right? that's what I mean. Yeah, you could. Have you done an ADU yet, an auxiliary? I have no idea what that is. Uh, the, the granny suites, the, the separate units, because Hamilton's embracing in that, isn't it? What, the laneway things? Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't done that. I've been on a project where they built one of those, but I haven't physically like, had my hands on it, no. But in Hamilton, they're growing those now, right? Slowly they're seeing opportunity. They yeah, 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 yeah. It makes sense in my Why eyes. not, though, right? It totally makes sense, right? I've got a guy coming on the show soon where we're going to talk about he's having a problem with um, the city wants him, so it's a corner lot. 
and they applied for that unit in the back and it meets all the standards, right? But the city wants him to run through the house to attach the services instead of going right to the street. That's right probably closer. Yes. And I, they want him to literally go through a bunch of trees, mature trees, like almost two foot wide trunks. Why? To dig. And I, and I said, that's going to damage a tree. Yeah, like there goes all your tree want. protection right there. So right. the last conversation I had, on, he's going to come on the show this week, I think it is. Um, and we're going to talk about it because I'm really fascinated that the city's not being accommodating regarding this whole thing that they've started approving. Well, especially permits, when right? they the convenience of it too, right? Like I, I asked them to, to ask the city about the tree argument now. Bring yeah, in an arborist in here to assess that you cannot dig next to these trees because you'll damage these trees. And if yeah. you kill the trees, then that's a big thing. So if the city's responsible for killing the tree, that's a huge thing. That's a huge thing because usually they're very protective over the trees and the wildlife. Yeah, so like why that would we you want to risk that? You spend all this money on tree protection. I don't understand why. Like when you look at the drawings, he sent me the drawings, and I was looking at it. I was going, "It's a no-brainer that it, the water should be coming from here. The services should be coming from here, not going through the whole dwelling, the existing dwelling to get to this. It makes no sense to do this. Hmm. But I guess what that's city? how it's Toronto. This is uh, sorry, Pickering. Hmm. Oof. But that, that whole mandate of allowing these dwellings is Ontario, right? So, like, this, I think, what it smells to me is you got a, you got a, a building official who doesn't care to know the real information. That's what it smells like to me. And they're just debating. They're just basically dismissing them and just going, nope, this is how we want it done. I saw the drawings, and I was like, hmm, there's a lot of red on this drawing. Like, there's a lot of stupid notes coming from the, the city, and I'm like, okay. Let's discuss this. I'd love to discuss this That'll to find out why you're yeah, being picked on. That's cool. Because be this would have been approved a long time ago. No problem. No issues. No nothing. Right. But we're gonna have a, a whole conversation on it. So, I mean, there's always uphills. There's there's all kinds yeah. of stuff going on. Right. Ups and downs. Lots of them. So, what's the next five years gonna look like for you guys? Another baby. That's what I was gonna say. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> but Another maybe. Baby. Maybe when she's a little older, yeah. but um, definitely want to build our business. Uh, you know, we haven't stopped. So just, you know, want people to be more aware of what we do and Don't what we provide. You guys have like, you're just burnt out. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No fatigue. Okay. No I mean, yeah. You're still human. But uh, I feel like we're still young. Like we're not, you know, we're, we, I'll be 35 next week. But, uh, and yes, Andrew's still 34. He always says that I'm so, so much older than him, but uh, <laughs> he'll be turning 35 in May. <laughs> but uh, professionally, I mean, just, I honestly keep doing what we're doing and just build our client database and just keep, keep doing what we're doing. I feel just like. Things that make you smile. Things Simple that make you smile. That. Just keep being a good human and yeah. being nice to people and just. We really want to focus on this on this uh, this real estate construction thing that we got going on. We we think that it's it's really helps some people out. It's very like, very smart. Yeah, like it'll. We feel like we have a lot of value, and we want to you know just provide our services to our clients and and show them that we have their best interest. We look out for their dollar, you know. And Andrew's very much the type of person like he he's always looking out for the dollar for the client. Like he he like isn't pulled nails out of two by fours for you just to save you a couple bucks. Like yeah, <laughs> like he and sometimes you know we we work with like big builders and they're like, buddy, don't worry, it's okay. Like I'm not worried about the money, but he's like, no, but 
I'm not just going to do this just because you have money or whatever the case is. Like he's always trying to do the most efficient way. And I want people to see that. Right. I want people to see that. Like, we're not just here for the money. We're here for the lasting relationships. We like what we do. So yeah, it's just that much easier to do it. (laughs) But you guys are also solving each other's problems. Definitely. So what problems you bring to the table from the client? He can solve them and vice versa. Right. Well, we're, we're like, we're piggybacking off each other, yeah. right? Because like clients are going to her to buy a house, which is beautiful because, you know, she's making sales. And then like we get to these houses and it's like, okay, well, what can I do to make you like this place? Like, what can I do to like exactly. close, this, close this deal down? Exactly. How can I save you cash? Like, how can I make this easy for you? You know, like you want to be here. Your mother lives down the street, but you don't want to spend this money to fix the place. So like, how can I make life happen? How so can why I- don't more realtors have this kind of partner? They can't though. You'd have to marry a tradesperson. Yeah, that's the thing. You know I feel what like I mean? we're like we're a husband and wife team, so like it, it works for us because you know what what realtor or you know is married to a to somebody who's a carpenter. Like it just it works, and like we're able to provide that extra added service for our clients, right? Um, I think that there is a lot more that you know real estate agents can do for their clients, but again, there is such a big gap in terms of also, like real estate agents pay a lot of fees. We people don't know how much fees we actually and pay in a year. Selling, you still have to and pay if you're them. not selling, no, no, you're still and that's why there is so much turnaround in real estate because people like you want to be a real estate agent, but you don't know what it takes to actually keep being one. You know, and every, year by year, the amount of fees that we have to pay like, like there's a lot. Like, no, it's like yearly. And also you have brokerage fees that you pay monthly, you know, stuff like that. But the big ones is like Treb, you have to pay yeah, to pay, you know, Aurea. You, like just, there's a lot that you have to pay. So, I mean, you got to keep going and you got to try and keep selling and like you got to have some value. What makes you stand out over Sam McDaddy or, you know, these these big people? Golfie or like they might know? sell your house quick and everything. You're like, yeah, OK. S- but like Sam's what are they actually doing a lot of work to himself? <laughs> I mean, remember how you said that a lot of clients are going towards the natural way of doing their houses? Remember, like we, you know, they they like natural. I, I wonder we're, who we're, we're very Daddy's much GC is, man, because that surgeon. I don't know. There's a lot of whatever. It's basically, what you're saying is uh, marry a contractor. Marry a contractor, guys. <laughs> it really helps. <laughs> Get on Tinder and look for the guys that are contractors. And they have a lot of value there. Yeah, like, I mean, you know where we Actually, met? Actually, a good way to find one is just go to the Home Depot section and looks lost. Just go to the lumber section. I tell her friend that all the time. To, do to that. find yeah. a contractor? Yeah, just go over there and just, like, look lost in the lumber section. You have to pretend to look lost. Yeah. Pretend. yeah. Okay, all right. So you want me to just go to... <laughs> not you, man. No <laughs> women, bro. It's going to be hard for me to look lost in there. I know. I'm You're gonna not going to look frustrated. Lost. Yeah. I'm yeah, going to yeah, look yeah, pissed. Yeah. But I'm not going to look <laughs> lost. <laughs> no, like, my single friends, he tells them, because they're always like, you know... You, Andrew's such a gem. Like, how did you meet Andrew? And I go, well, you just got to, Andrew tells them, guys, you just got to go to the Home Depot, <laughs> you know, look lost. It's definitely not what I did. That's not what I did. Start FYI. doing a course on yeah, yeah. contractors how yeah. to look lost. Yeah. First of all, put the tool down. Don't touch any tools. Yeah, yeah, Because no. you won't look lost. No, exactly. <laughs> but moral of the story is marry a contractor. It's worth it. It's, it's worth, worth it. it. We got to do the 12 questions here, guys. Tula Prete and Andrew Prete. Sold by Tula, uh, 416-879-6861. Tula.realtor at gmail.com and Carpenter on site. Inc. Sorry, dot inc at gmail.com. And then on IG, it's sold by Tula and Carpenter underscore on underscore site. Yes. And then on Facebook, sold by Tula. Yes. Ready for this? 
Sure. What's your favorite construction word? You've done this one before, but dude, do it again. I said it one second. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite construction word? Construction word? Um, or what's your favorite realtor word? Sold. <laughs> yeah. Sold. Yeah, I was Sold. about to say that. What's Sold. Your, what's your least favorite tool? It doesn't have to be like construction related. It could be anything in the world. The Phillips screwdriver. Phone. Least favorite tool is a phone? It's the most it's the most beneficial, but it's the most deadliest. Yes. Wait, no, you lose you lose a lot Sorry. of time. Flathead screwdriver. Not Phillips, flathead. <laughs> you still come across those there I'm sure in Hamilton there's a lot of homes where there are, are there are and you need a flathead in your tool belt to, yeah. to get those outlets off and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty right. annoying actually. No, but the hinges I was thinking, the yeah, old yeah, school yeah, hinges yeah, were yeah. all no, flathead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's annoying, man. Wow. It's almost like you're watching uh, a Looney Tunes uh, cartoon or like there was always flatheads yeah, in like there. You can't put on your drills. It's like no. you gotta use a screwdriver. You have to. You rip it apart. <laughs> uh what, what what construction sound do you guys love? Well you're both doing construction too sometimes. When the Bosch laser isn't beeping out of level. So silence. <laughs> I like this, the, the hammer swinging. The noise. Because that means we're making money. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite beverage? Coffee. 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 Yes. What turns you on and off in construction? Hmm. What turns you on or off in construction? Well, what turns me on is when that piece just slips right in. Perfect. <laughs> off is uh, that's good enough yeah when someone's like that's good enough that's good enough that's Fa a turn off favorite curse word probably fuck <laughs> probably yeah uh, the go-to classic yeah. yeah favorite yeah, yeah. vehicle in the entire world my van porsche suv my van i love my your van. sprinter van i love my sprinter <laughs> what do you guys miss from your childhood my childhood so many things <laughs> <laughs> so true eh? if you can go back what do i miss from my childhood yeah i miss going to the cottage when we were young we had a cottage in muskoka i miss that i miss christmas morning with my family opening stockings and having a very scheduled day we open our stockings then we have eggs and hot dogs with croissants and then we open gifts it's very very strict and i miss that <laughs> I miss knowing which bathroom to go into. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what uh, profession other than your own would you guys like to attempt one day? Ooh. What else do you guys want to do? I might change trades or I'd probably get into design. Change trades to what trade? Just maybe a different trade. HVAC or something. I don't know. He's been saying that actually. HVAC, HVAC? was like I've one been of the really things. thinking about switching trades like lately. To HVAC? Really? Just a different trade. I don't know what yet, but just a change of scenery. I'm really in the career that I've always thought that I wanted to do, but I never thought I'd actually do it because I come from, you know, having my own business and in beauty and just doing that for so many years. I never thought I would be in this in this uh, profession. So I'm pretty proud that I am that I did do it and I did do it so fast. So I'm I am living the job that I really thought I would never do. Are you the only realtor in the family? Yes. Oh. Yeah, I am. Awesome. Uh, what do you guys not want to do? What profession? Not want to do? Not want to do. Gosh. Man. <laughs> I don't 
I don't know. Nothing comes to mind. I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't really know. I wouldn't want to be like a designer or anything. Yeah, like a what? I wouldn't want to be like a designer or anything like that. Like I'd want to get into more of a management role. But other than that, I mean, I can't really think of anything. I wouldn't want to work in retail. I feel like you know, working in retail and just dealing with people, all those people all the time. Like in terms of just complaints and just, I feel like people get, even, you know, being a server, like I, I feel like servers don't get enough respect nope. and like, you know, they, they really get treated so badly. Like I even worked as a server when I was younger and it just sucked. And I feel like they don't get treated properly, you know? So service industry in that way, I feel like I would not want to do just because they don't get enough respect and love and I feel bad for them, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Last question. If heaven exists, what would you guys like to hear God say when you arrive at those pearly gates? You've had a lifetime of practice to get to work. <laughs> Thank you so much for making a difference and for being a good person. Thanks, guys, for coming into Yay. the show and making the time. And who's taking care of Nina? My mama. Okay. All right. So. Tata. Good. Yes. Good to see you again. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great holiday break. Thank you. Enjoy Merry yourselves. Christmas. And then I guess next year is going to be an interesting year, but I oh think yeah. it'll be a good year. It's going to be a great year. Yeah. yeah. I definitely think Lots of things of, coming up. A lot of Lots opportunities. Lots of big things. We're going to be taking care of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Nice. Good. Yeah. It's going to be great. Thanks for having us. Thank you. All right. That was so Thank nice. You. Thanks so much. We're out of here, guys.